Welcome to Cellmates. I'm Kate Phillips. I am Dick Ward. And uh, welcome again to Cellmates welcome Podcast. Welcome to Cellmates. I always feel like I say this too many times. Hey, welcome anyway, to Cellmates, Kit. We're a podcast uh, that true. takes two animated feature films and we compare, contrast, and throw them into a Venn diagram with each other. Um, Every time you say that, I think you're going to say throw them into a blender. Throw them into a blender. <laughs> See what happens. Which I don't know what the result of that would be. It's a feature at the end of our show. Kind of, yeah. We have, we have yeah. a crossover segment. Anyway, uh, often these, muse- <laughs> often these <laughs> movies are Disney. But not always. Often these movies are musicals. But not always. Often these movies are good. You know what, Kate? But not always. <laughs> uh, Dick. <laughs> Do you know what you're drinking? I often ask you this question, and then I realize you don't. Usually I just drink it and then ask you after what uh-huh. it was. This is a beer. It sure is. It's a India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even a double India I Pale Ale. I think it's just a... It yeah. is uh, pretty cloudy. Mm-hmm. It comes in a can that has trees on the cover. And I think oh. it is called Fallen Between the Lines. That's correct. Really? Dick, good job. Oh, thank you. It's almost like I just gave you all of this information uh, 10 minutes ago. We certainly haven't recorded the beginning we of this episode once already. We certainly didn't screw up our microphones and record the first 10 minutes of this episode already. Thank you. But that was a good job, Dick. Thank you. You'd, um, so My short-term memory is not a strength of mine, so <laughs> you should be impressed. Uh, Fallen Between the Lines is a name that stuck out at me when we were in the beer store. Um because I knew we wanted to do these two movies, um, and they are it, it is a redemption episode of mm-hmm. sorts of two um, or a reanalysis. Yeah, a reanalysis no. of two um, kind of title franchises that kind of fell between the cracks of our understanding uh, the first time around uh-huh. because we didn't realize there were movies we were supposed to see first. Yeah. So the 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 first of these is uh, Tangled. The series, the movie, the series. The musical. The musical. Uh-huh. Uh, is, <laughs> is Tangle the Series just called Tangle the Series? It's called Tangle uh, something adventures. Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures. Okay. Do you think we're recording this wrong again? Is no, that why we're you recording. Just... My computer's just making a weird noise. Okay. Neat. It's probably fine. That's probably fine. Um, we'll see what no, happens. I think it's called Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures, but it's also... Called Tangled the Series. Yeah, I think it's just called Tangled the Series. It's got, we got names here. It's like Disney World, right? So we watched the first episode for Disney Plus. Yes, we did a series that now seems like it was five years ago uh, called 30 Days of Plus. Yes. Right when Disney Plus came out, which I guess was just November, but. It feels so long ago. uh, Yeah. So each day of that series, we did a short podcast on something that we watched from Disney Plus. Um, it was exhausting. I don't recommend doing it yourself. Never do that. Um, like, go ahead and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, if it's you want to listen to them. But I don't, I'm not even sure I recommend <laughs> There was a lot of episodes. Just go through and choose the ones that you want. Yeah. But, so yeah, we watched the first episode of Tangled. And, and literally our, like, social media post for it was, uh, were we supposed to see a movie before this series? Yeah. Narrator? And- yes. <laughs> they were. And it's like. Because, like, halfway through this, like, 22-minute episode, yeah. 
they've mentioned these like black spikes that they went out and snuck out past curfew to a couple times and we're like that's not in the movie this Cassandra character we're supposed to just know yeah I, <laughs> I thought the episode was starting like was starting ahead and then we'd have a flashback like in medias rest yeah but it like it never <laughs> it never flashed back <laughs> so yeah we were like should we have seen a movie and then we were like, no, we did see a movie before this. It was called Tangled. <laughs> was... And uh, it turns out, yeah, there was another movie. You get two movies of homework before you can start this series. Yeah. Um, which was, I mean, it, it cleared a lot of things up, but it was very confusing because nothing uh, from Disney Plus led us to believe that we would need to watch a movie before watching the Tangled series. Yeah. Um. I don't think we said the two names of these movies, Dick. This one time, is Tangled the movie. One is Tangled. It's it's technically Tangled Before Ever After. Mm-hmm. And the second one. Now that we've talked about that for five minutes, the second one is Elena and the Secret of Avalor. Right, which we started watching on Disney Plus. We started watching the series Elena right. of Avalor. Right. We started watching the series mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, and we gave up rather quickly. Because, because it was... Yeah, there's there's a lot of exposition in the first episode. It is mostly exposition and very fast and very front-loaded. And then after the exposition and flashbacks, you meet like four new characters who are not in the flashbacks. And everything is very confusing. And yeah. this one, it definitely felt like we missed a movie. Yeah, it, it felt like we missed a lot. And, and it and... turns out that... Kind of we did. Yeah. But no one saw the movie until six months after this series came out. Yeah. And and also, uh, the movie was a part of a different show. And also, I just want to mention that the flashback at the beginning of the first episode of Elena of Avalor... Uh-huh. Uh, is the movie. Is Well, is the movie... But the movie starts with a flashback. Also. Like a quick narration of some something. Lots of inception. But that on. narration is also in the first episode of Elena. So it's just an information overload. There's a lot of information. It's so much. So we were really grateful to watch this movie because yeah. what we ended up doing is we, we just were too overloaded by this episode. We gave up. I think we watched Bao instead. Yeah, the, which was um, great. Short film. And... It, so on that episode of the podcast, we put out an open call to listeners like, someone please help us love Elena because yeah. we know that this is a very popular series. Oh, yeah. She's the first Latina princess and that's really exciting. And we want to like, we want to understand this, this buzz, this yeah. uh, universe. And luckily. What's uh, the buzz? Mm-hmm. Tell, Tell me what's happening. What's happening. Luckily, a listener and now Twitter friend of the show, uh, Lauren, reached out to us and said, I got you. Um, I've got an (laughs) Elena podcast with my friend Becca. Mm -hmm. So we thank Lauren and Becca. Um, Their podcast is called Spirit of Avalor. Mm -hmm. And you can find it on all of the podcast apps uh, and such. And uh, she answered a few of our specific questions about that episode, but also just straight up recommended you just need to see this movie first <laughs> it's technically the 11th episode and yeah. it's a Sophia the first crossover but it gives a lot of the background information that you're needing and Lauren you are absolutely right yes thank you thank you thank <laughs> so you. we're very grateful to you and Becca um and we listened to the secret of Avalor the movies 
um, episode on their podcast, and it's really exciting right. to hear. Is that other... the first episode of their podcast? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lauren and Becca did it in the correct order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Disney Channel, not so much. But anyway, it's really lovely to yeah. hear other people get so excited about animation, and particular like they're very enthusiastic about Elena in this series, and yeah. it was great to have their context because. As they're talking kind of shot by shot of this movie, they're referencing other episodes and other character arcs that... Like, this reminds me of this, or, oh, this character is is like this, but he's mm-hmm. going to get like this, or, you know, like there's there's stuff that they understand that we don't, mm-hmm. and that it was really nice to have that context, yeah. to, to take some of those moments that kind of meant nothing to me mm-hmm. and, like, expand on them. So, like, oh, there is, there is some meaning to that. I just don't know it. Yeah. Speaking of Elena Context, Dick. Speaking of Elena Context. Did you Dick. have any... Co- so, bloop, 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 back to uh, 30 Days of Plus. Did you... Which we probably mentioned a little bit on that original episode. But did you have any knowledge of Elena before seeing both this movie and the um, original first episode? Not really. Uh, I knew that Elena existed. Because I remember there being like a big PR blast... Uh, Disney's first Latina princess and she's got like songs and she's got uh, cool things she rides. Um, but I didn't know much other than that. Mm-hmm. I I had never heard of Sophia the first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Elena, I kind of just knew that she existed and we might have, we have a habit when we go out of the country to a non English speaking country mm-hmm. We have a habit of turning the TV to the Disney Channel Just or playing the Disney Channel or all Disney the time Junior we're in the hotel. because like Disney Juniors, like you you know like a decent amount of Spanish. I know very little Spanish, yeah. but we can both watch Disney Junior and kind pretty, of know what's. It's pretty easy to understand an episode kind of, of New Muppet Babies in Spanish. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're not so, that many words. So I know we watched like the end of Descendants three. Yeah. We watched some Muppet Babies. I think we watched part of an. I feel like we did Elena episode, but I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Um. Yeah. What I about had you? Kind of a, a similar knowledge of Elena that like I knew of her, and I had seen like merchandise in stores, but um, I guess I I had more of an awareness of Sophia the First, mm. which we should if you're trying to look for this Elena movie. We should tell you it's not on Disney Plus, no. even though the series is. And you will not find it by searching Elena. No, because the Disney Plus search engine is full of crap. Well, but, yeah, but <laughs> but also you wouldn't find it anyway. Um, so Elena and the Secret of Avalor is available as three consecutive episodes of the show Sophia the First, because it's a crossover special, over on Netflix, which still has the contract for Disney's Sophia the First. I think you can buy it as a full movie on like iTunes sure. too, but we already had Netflix. So um, yeah, it's like season three, episode 25-ish um, around there if you want to look into it. So anyway, so my kids, I, as an elementary school teacher, I have heard of both of these characters. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel like Sophia the First, I see more like Halloween costumes that are like gotcha. fall carnival and... Um, and Elena, not so much, but I think Elena skews a couple years older. Right. Not necessarily past fifth grade, which is the last grade I teach, but like more of my students have seen Sophia or right. have like just been around anime. Right. Um, did, did you do 
Didn't you do like an Elena song? Yeah, we did her um, Festival of Love, the um, and a song from a Dia de los Muertos episode nice. for a school concert. And yeah, like the music in this series and movie, really, really fun. Nice. Really fun. Cool. So I think I am in charge of this cookie timer. Is that correct? Yeah. For oh, summarizing. For mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> There's just, there are just so many characters. There's and a so lot. I should get the on. character list up yeah. just for fun. Um, cool. So, two minutes on the clock. Two minutes. Elena and the Secret of Avalor. Here we go. Here we go. So there's this girl, Sophia. Uh, she's a princess. She's the first. And um, she <laughs> and her family are going to go on vacation, but she has this flashback that is like spurred on by her amulet um, that there's a princess in trouble and her parents have been killed by an evil sorcerer. And then she like wakes up from her dream. She's like, well, that was weird. And then um, her family or adoptive family is going to go on a vacation and she meets this like wizard inside a wall who tells her... He's a uh, book. Uh, yeah, book wizard, and he says, there's actually a princess living inside your amulet. She um, needs you to break her free from a spell. She's been in the amulet for 41 years. Well, it's Elena. And Sophia's like, oh, I guess we need to go to Avalor for vacation. And she convinces her family to go, but doesn't tell anyone why. Anyway, they get there, and the evil queen, uh, Shuriki, um, she's there, and she takes them around, but it turns out that she's the one who, like, Killed the parents of Elena, put Elena in an amulet, put her grandparents and sister in a painting, Mm -hmm. and now has been ruling the kingdom, and she's been doing it without music. So now Sophia has to figure out how to get Elena out of the amulet, and she goes on a quest with these jackwins, these, like, flying jaguars, and finds this, um, like, fountain room, and I don't remember any of the names of that, but she has to, like, unearth a statue, and then when she does, the statue comes out, she turns into a mermaid, statue comes out, oh, Elena's there, and she's alive, yay! Like, she comes out of the amulet. And then they have to save the kingdom from Shriki. Well, Elena wants to do it by herself, but that's a bad idea. You shouldn't do it by yourself. So, like, she almost gets captured again. But through teamwork with Sophia, they um, uh, distract the queen and they play some music. And then they get the parents out of the grandparents out of the the picture. And then they defeat Shuriki because they turn her into Mother Gothel somehow. Oh, now I don't know how this ends. And they break the wand. They break the wand. Um, And then she, like, goes old and Elena takes over the kingdom as princess with her... Uh, grandparents and sister there and a new friend that she met on a boat there's it it's hard to do in two minutes and Sophia and her family go back home Elena starts her series yeah it's a lot there's a lot there's a lot going on yeah it uh doesn't help that we've never seen Sophia the first right so we were also trying to get on board for that although it seems again because it's skewed younger like a simpler show to follow yes yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Wow. This was um a, an interesting one to watch not knowing Sophia and being more familiar with at least the visual style of Elena cuz mm-hmm. a lot of scenes felt like that thing where you like bring your like Power Rangers and your Barbies together yeah. like they're not the same size or proportion but it's just like no they're they're, they're on an adventure together. Sophia yeah. the First has like this 
kind of oversized just cutesy giant head, kid head. Um, and is like just not the proportions of an Avalor person. And her her parents are very like Barbie doll, like very stiff. Yeah, very, it seems like, like undetailed. Elena either has a better budget for animation than Sophia, or like. Sophia started several years earlier, so they kind of had to freeze that animation style with the technology they had. It could right? also be that, like, just because it's it's for younger kids, they it's kept the simpler. designs simpler, yeah, and more more identifiable. But yeah, I I don't know. There's no excuse for it looking like a Barbie movie, though. No, it's not. It's not like the best. <laughs> Disney's not, got better money than that. Sophia the First is not the best looking thing I've ever no. seen. No, El- Elena looks much better. Elena looks much better, but it is it is weird. Sometimes when they're in scenes together, you're right. It's like, well, I put my two toys together uh-huh. and like this one's a little taller and this one's from a, you know, this one's from a different show and mm-hmm. like it just kind of doesn't work. And it's not if 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 you've never seen the shows before, it's not so much to the point where it's like, well, this is two different universes, especially if they're in shots apart. It's like, all right, I believe this. It's yeah. more like when they hug and you're like, oh. You're like, whoa. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's very odd. Um, um, but yeah, and I think that is, we'll get into this when we talk about Tangled. One, um, I don't even want to call it a disadvantage, but a difference is that you have to introduce certainly all of Elena's characters here because it seems, because it flashes back in the first five minutes of the first episode of the series that aired six months earlier. And like there are scenes from the movie in that exposition, like Mm -hmm. visually it looks the same. Um, You have to think the movie was already created in some way. Yeah. And it just kind of did a DuckTales thing where the schedule got changed and the movie did like maybe Sophia was behind on their episodes yeah, like, for that arc or like maybe Tangled or Tangled maybe like Elena got moved to the summer or right. Sophia got moved to the fall to or, move, yeah, to fill or something gap. happened and it just it just because it's very clear that this certainly the script was written by the beginning of um so the first episode of Elena um is called Ready to Rule yeah um so like Clearly, all of this has been written before Ready to Rule. It seems like a good deal has been animated before Ready to Rule. Well, and even in the initial uh, press release you found, we right. did, we've been doing some research trying to figure out what mm-hmm. happened. So the initial press release for Elena as a series, like mm-hmm. Disney's first Latina princess, says that it is a spinoff of Sophia the First. So that Sophia the First theoretically, was meant to and air like first. And like, as they describe how it's a spinoff, they describe the plot of this movie. And yet, I think the first 11, or yeah, because it's 11 episodes in, like 10 episodes air before you get this origin yeah. story. It's very strange. Um, And I guess that speaks a little bit to the way that kids watch things. They just kind of pick it up. They, you know, they're not as... I feel like as a kid, I was a little bit less like, Oh, the next episode of this show is on on Tuesday right. at nine p.m. Like even with a show like Full House, like I watched it mostly in syndication. Yeah, I didn't watch it live until like the last season. And a lot of like a lot of kids shows are, um, oh, what's the word for not wait episodic? episodic. They're episodic, episodic as opposed to, um, like having a plot arc over several episodes. Right. So a lot of kids shows are episodic and. The intro, like song, is a little longer because it tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. They are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
<laughs> Raphael is cool but rude. Michelangelo is a party dude. All you need to know. <laughs> um, but a, lo- a lot of them do. They're just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Here's a one and a half minute song that tells you everything you need to know. Here's the episode. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of just jump into it. This is um, less an episodic show. And it seems like it's it's got like a, a real arc to it. And mm-hmm. it seems like maybe Sophia the First does too. It's, it's, it's kind of unclear. I think unclear. this is something that kids shows do now yeah. is what we're discovering. Certainly on Disney they do. Because yeah. DuckTales is very like... You oh, cannot yeah. watch it out of order. The creator feels very strongly about that, yeah. even though it was aired out of order. And is on Disney Plus. And is on of, Disney Plus out of order. In a different order. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but another show that does this is Tangled, the series, mm-hmm. is um, very much an arc of... And, and I think Tangled just finished up this spring, and, and Elena is finishing up this August, mm. I believe, and both were around three seasons, three, four. That's pretty good um, yeah. But yeah, like they they have these three series season long kind of arcs and, and yeah. growth cycles for their characters, which is really cool. I think kids deserve that. They're smart. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, tangled. Uh, what do you what do you know? Well, what, I, what do you want to know? <laughs> so so um, and and sorry, I just I oh, do want to say yeah, please. Um, we also watched we rewatched the mm. first episode of each of these shows. We did. As well as just watching the movies. Yeah. So we were like, cool, let's watch the movie, rewatch the first episode, yeah. and then see how we feel about that first episode yeah. again. Great. Um, so Tangled, we had seen the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we had seen the theatrically released movie. What we were missing was the movie in between those two things. Mm-hmm. Right. Additionally, I have seen Tangled ever after. What? Uh, so all of these take place between the bookends of Tangled and Tangled Ever After. What's that? Tangled Ever After is the short where they get where Rapunzel and uh, Eugene get married. Uh-huh. So the entire Tangled the series is taking place before they get married. And Pascal and Max have an adventure. Dick, it's great. Cool. If you're looking for more Pascal, Tangled Ever After. Your eyes just rolled right oh into the my back God. of your My head. eyes, like, I, f- I feel like they just glazed over. This is like a third of the uh, Lilo and Stitch things that are available in the world. Though. I agree. <laughs> I understand. And all of these have the same characters. There's no Leroy. There's no... Anyway. Yeah, I've heard that basically you shouldn't watch a Lilo and Stitch follow-up. No. There's like one... There's one. Maybe. I think it's Lilo and Stitch 2. Stitch gets a glitch. Is that part of the title? Stitch has a glitch. Stitch has a glitch. Something. Oh. Anyway. Uh, um, um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd seen it. I've used the Tangled bathrooms in Walt Disney World. Uh, I've done a, I, I printed out a Pascal on my 3D printer. Mm-hmm. I've done about all the Tangled stuff you can do. Yeah, and I feel like I have a passive kind of understanding, or I, I had one before we went into this, that Tangled the series is more development based as opposed to episodic um just from people i follow on social media and what they tweet and retweet yeah um and this is again another show that has a lot uh, like a great following that is separate from the movie yeah um which is cool yeah dick are you ready to summarize tangled 
before ever after here here's what i'll tell you i'm gonna do my best yep but that's uh, always what i do i got i got really confused when you were explaining um the the elena movie Uh because we had watched that first episode and they were mushed together i didn't know where to stop (laughs) you were like she has a friend on a boat i'm like wait was that in the first episode (laughs) or was that in oh yeah was that later i i think that's the first episode because she's trying to rule and the boat gets stolen oh yeah that friend doesn't come oh yeah because her coronation is different than the scene on the oh sorry everyone i went too far I know. I so her, like, so Avalor is free is different than her coronation scene. Someone let me someone out there for a second. Someone out there is yelling at you, Kate. No. I know. The people of Avalor break <laughs> down the door and take the kingdom back for themselves yeah, so well, that they can reinstall a monarchy. <laughs> yeah, they don't take it back for themselves. They take it back they, for a different They get a few seconds of freedom. <laughs> Look, it's a whole the the politics seems of, like it's a more banal it, like it's it's like Mufasa as opposed to Scar ruling. It's the po- a, the politics it's a of better imperialism. Disney princesses are a little. <laughs> okay, hold on. I I am honest to God, just skimming through oh, okay. the Wikipedia plot so Let I can kind of remember all the things I love about Pascal. Uh, I love. Okay, when I'm, he ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I don't need to hear about Pascal more. You did, that's a, that's an. An event around our apartment. It's, it's hearing about Prescott. It's not an event. It's just it's like the baseline. <laughs> if nothing else is happening, I might be hearing about Pesca. Love that little dude. All right, right. All right. <laughs> Two minutes. Yeah. Here you go. Mandy Moore is Rapunzel, mm-hmm. and Rapunzel's a princess. Mm-hmm. And the first movie happened. Mm-hmm. They talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're in a new movie, and it has a cool new animation style. And Rapunzel. Uh, is like, yay, I'm finally out of this tower. Oh no, I'm stuck in this castle. I want to go explore and do stuff. So she's like, yo, how do I explore and do stuff? And she's got this friend who's like her handmaiden or something named Cassandra. She's like a handmaiden slash guard on princess duty anyway. Cassandra's like, yo, I can sneak you out of here. And Princess Rapunzel's like, all right, let's do it. So they leave the castle and they go over the wall where they're like, not supposed to go. And they find um, and Cassandra's like, yo, I got to show you something. And she shows her this, uh, like these crazy black spikes that can't be broken. And there's like a plaque. And the plaque there is like commemorating where the flower mm-hmm. that gave, mm-hmm. that healed Rapunzel's mom mm-hmm. and gave Rapunzel her magic hair. Mm-hmm was found there's this crazy reaction uh, like a l- explosion of light and then rapunzel's hair grows back Whoa. all gold and all these black spikes start coming out of the ground after them they run back to the castle and a bunch of crazy action scene stuff ensues but in the end they get back to the castle and they're fine um but then some bad guys come and they're going to kidnap the king. And one of them is this lady whose dad was thrown in jail. Uh, and then Rapunzel uses her hair and also Eugene uh, uses a frying pan to save all the royalty. Mm-hmm. And everyone's happy. Wait, I'm not done. I know, that was two <laughs> minutes. No, it's Every- okay. Everyone's happy except for Rapunzel's there dad. We go. Who's like, 
You know what? I pr- I promised uh, when you got kidnapped away, I promised that I'd keep you safe if you ever came back, and you're back. So now you are banished from leaving this castle forever. And that's how this ends. It's and a little Ra- bleak, Rapunzel yeah. Rapunzel goes out and sings her I Want song. Yeah. Or a reprise With of her I Want song. In my hair. Yeah, like it's kind of a dark ending, but it sets up for what I assume the arc of the show is going to be, mm-hmm. which is Rapunzel like earning over her dad or like earning her ability to to mm-hmm. go explore the world. Yeah. Also, Eugene proposes to her at some point. And she said no. She said no. Because she doesn't want to stay forever in this. She yeah. wants adventure in the Great Wide somewhere. Yeah. Adventure. Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that this movie ends up with kind of a dark ending. Like like you said, it's like this kind of hopeful song at the end. But yeah. I'm like, oh, no, everything's going to be tied up. And it's, it's just going to be like, now Rapunzel gets to go off on adventures. So, no. It's the Star Wars <laughs> formula. First mm. one ends happy. Second one ends tragic and sad. Mm. Third one ends happy. Mm. I assume when they get married, it's happy. Uh, yes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. Interesting. It knows it's up. Interesting. Yeah. Um, this was so fun. Uh-huh. I just I love the humor of Tangled. Anyway, it is it is certainly my favorite among the new Disney's. Right, like this new kind of. Uh, like CGI yeah. traditional musicals. Yeah. Um, definitely my favorite. Um, and the series does a really great job of keeping on. And I didn't look to see who ties over from the film to the series. Probably someone. But um, they did a real good job of keeping the tone exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like, you know, I mean, we watched Aladdin the series in my household, but it, like it wasn't as fun as Aladdin and right. it wasn't quite the same. It was like this different thing. But at least the this movie and the first couple episodes that we've watched feel very much an, an extension yeah. of the movie, even though the animation style is totally different. Yeah. And not, I mean, no, the, the characters still have their models. The, the animation like, style is completely different. Yeah. It's like... Um, I assume it's CGI. It's like definitely it's, CGI. It's computer, yeah. but they it's there. It's kind of like a paper doll type it's aesthetic. A, it's two dimensional CG. I think it looks a little bit like chalk. Mm. Like it looks like chalk outlines. Yeah, there's a like textures. Bit. There's a texture mm-hmm. to it, but it is it's like two D CG kind of. Yeah. Anyway, I I love the look of it. It looks really good. It, like it took me very little time to get used to. Yeah. I love the look of it. I love the feel of it. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I even said on the on the episode where we talked about uh, the first episode mm-hmm. of this, where we were like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but also I want to find out, and I think I'm going to watch more of this show. And I'm really glad we we returned to it yeah. because since we watched the movie, we've watched like three or four episodes mm-hmm. of the show, and we're we're loving them. So like, yeah, they're fun. So. You you mentioned earlier that we did rewatch both the the first ep- the official first episodes of these yes. respective series after like what for you was illuminated and tangled the first episode versus this like series movie like were there things that made more sense were there things that oh you mean you made mean a different impression on the second, second rewatch mm-hmm. for tangled um, 
a little bit. It was most of the stuff that I was like, what is going on here? It was less what is going on here and more why haven't they talked about this ever before? Uh-huh. Because like Cassandra, like, okay, she's Rapunzel's best friend. She calls her raps. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. I don't know where she came from, but I, I get it. She's easy like, to read as a new character. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's these dark spikes. It's like, I don't know what the deal is with the dark spikes, but okay, there's some dark spikes. But they say it several times. So right. it's not just this that you're like, okay, well, this is part of the universe. Yeah. Okay. But there is there's definitely like, there is enough in that movie that... Like, not only does it build to the first episode really well and, like, give you the background on, on mm-hmm. who these characters are, why Rapunzel is scared of the dark spikes and, and, and all that, but it also, like, builds into wanting to watch the series. Yeah. Like, it's a perfect, like, that ending is a perfect cliffhanger to, like, not, I guess not cliffhanger, but sort of like an introduction, like, here's what the series is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get ready. Let's mm-hmm. go. And... Also, I feel like I came out of this first episode the second time wanting more resolution from the like mm. more threads from the movie as opposed to being like, oh, I wish these threads that I didn't know about weren't here. I'm just yeah. like, no, I want to know more about the black spikes. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was interesting, too. And yeah. it's going to be a because then we ended up, like you said, watching a couple more episodes that are a little bit more episodic like mm-hmm. you can tell that they're setting up things for the characters yeah. a little bit and there's there's a through line mm-hmm. you know you, eugene finds a job and he'll probably have that job right, going right. on and you know they um they but, meet a, a like a wizard the in the first one they meet the wizard uh varian jeremy jordan jeremy jordan yeah. played by jeremy jordan who's like testing rapunzel's hair mm-hmm. to see what what it is and right. You know, from IMDb, I know Jeremy Jordan comes back in mm. more episodes. Mm-hmm. So I assume Varian comes back in mm-hmm. more episodes. Um, so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of really interesting, st- like it's it's building a lot of like small questions. Yeah. That it then either pays off or will pay off mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved how. I had forgotten that the first episode starts with um, a nightmare that Rapunzel has about Mother Gothel coming back. Yeah. Which is like, at I mean, going into it cold the first time was like, oh, okay, like this is a dark series. And now it, like, I love that because it made so much more sense because at the end of the movie, she is essentially locked in a tower again, right? And so, like, yeah. of course she would be having a nightmare about the last person to lock her in a tower. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. And I wonder, I mean, they wouldn't put Mother Gothel in the first episode if you're not going to get some kind of payoff later, right? Like, for Mother Gothel not to have been in the movie mm. and for her to be in the first episode, I'm like, that's not just a fun cameo. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Like, something of that nature is going to come back, whether yeah. it's it not necessarily her resurrecting, but, like... That's going to be important. Her experiences with Mother Gothel are going to be important. Yeah, the the one thing the movie does explain that very much confused me in the first episode is why Rapunzel has long hair again. Right. That that is something that baffled me throughout the whole time. Where I was just like, I can't let this go. What is why why does she have long hair? But I like that it's something that's wrong. Right. Like yeah. it it makes sense from a like marketing standpoint that this show about 
Rapunzel looks like the Rapunzel from all the other marketing mm-hmm. of the franchise Tangled, right? Yeah. Um, like, I appreciate that they even started her with brown hair because I think you could be forgiven for just be like, oh, I don't know, I wanted long hair I again. Grew out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew it out again. But the fact that it is established um, so that, like, that's kind of the main Rapunzel of the series. And most, visually. most of the movie, mm-hmm. she has the short brown hair. Yes, yeah. yeah. Most of, but it's a problem that needs to be solved, which is cool. Like, yeah. you bring the, that back, it, it serves a, it's two birds with one stone. Yeah. You get to market this and she, more visually she familiar She has her, Rapunzel. like, superpower back. But she doesn't. It doesn't well, I mean, heal anymore. It doesn't heal anymore, but she has, like, she uses the hair for... She can, like, swing and pull yeah, and stuff she's, like that. It's yeah, like a, it's like an Indiana Jones mm-hmm. thing, right? She can fight with it. She can swing with it. She can grab mm-hmm. with it. Like, her hair is kind of her superpower, and mm-hmm. for her to have that back makes action scenes a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also is like, cool, this is a part of you that you need to embrace mm-hmm. and, and roll with. Yeah. I feel like this entire thing is, is just... Um, is like a coming of age show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I think I said on the original episode that we did on it, but this reminds me a lot of X-Men evolution and that's just continuing, mm. which was like a great cartoon series and mm-hmm. animated series of the X-Men as like high schoolers attending like attending a high school, but staying at uh, Xavier's school for gifted mutants, um, or gifted students, um, and like, there's like day to day stuff. Like, oh man, this person doesn't like me. Let mm-hmm. me figure it out. But there's also this this arc of like, oh, apocalypse mm-hmm. is coming, right? And that takes a season or two. Mm. And I think Mother Gothel's going to be the same way mm-hmm. because it, it seems like... Or some kind of dark. Or some related. kind of dark, yeah. yeah like, because these black spikes are a thing, but there's some episodes without them at all. Mm-hmm. There's some episodes where, like, it's just kind of fun, but you know in the background there is this thing happening. So mm-hmm. it's like... Is a really cool way to. I I really like doing a show this way. Well, and I wonder. So when, so mentioning like Mother Gothel, right, and like kind of playing off of that. Yeah. Like, you know, PTSD might be too strong for a children's show, but it is one of the. On the flip side, one of the kind of questions we had about that first episode of Elena is, if this girl hasn't seen her. Like, if she just witnessed her parents getting murdered and then has been trapped in an amulet for 41 years, we're like, is she sentient in that amulet? If she not, like, when she pops out of that amulet, she should be, like, 30 seconds past her parents dying, right? (laughs) Like, why is she not more upset? Why is she not angry about this? This is one of the things that Lauren addressed um, Uh when we were grateful for that um, there, there is some kind of... Um, echo of PTSD, especially when you start to get into season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing the movie, one, I know that she's been at least semi-sentient for the 41 years because yeah. she's been kind of like guiding Sophia to help her. Like she's been looking for the right princess she was like guiding to free her, right? wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the to, wizard is part of the... Because like for, for 40 years or 41 years, this wizard... Uh, is going around trying to find the right princess mm-hmm. that can free Elena. Mm-hmm. He eventually finds that to be Sophia, Sophia or, or I guess Elena. 
Elena chooses knows. Sophia, yeah. So he's just kind of a conduit for what Elena right. is choosing. Uh, or he's, yeah, conduit. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, and she's, so she is like making decisions. Uh, yeah. It's not clear if she's like, like it doesn't, we don't yeah. need to go like super far into the details, but it seems like she's conscious. Mm-hmm. So she's had a couple of years to deal with what's going on. And even like, yes, yes. And even when she gets out of the amulet, She's got a little time to kind of like defrag, like she's celebrating being yeah. alive. Like she is aware of being alive after not being alive a long time. She is reunited with most of her family, if not yeah. her parents. She gets to defeat the, you know, Shariki who killed her parents. Yeah. So there's a lot more triumph in this movie that gives you like, oh, okay, I can go into the first episode and not be so upset that she's not so upset. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you should be really happy right now. Yeah. I get it. Like, you've just done a lot of really cool things. You're excited to reunite with the family that's still there. Yeah. You're, like, you just you just led a peasant uprising against right, right. an evil queen. Right. That's badass. Like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can be happy right now. Yeah. You can, you can ride your, your sky penguins. Sky penguins. Jaguins. Yeah, Jaguins. 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 Yeah, so so on the flip side, it kind of answered that of like, oh, we don't need to be concerned with that right now. I felt so much better watching that first. It's like relief, right? Like Tangled wasn't too bad watching the first episode. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is weird, but again, I know what a Pascal is. Right, right. But yeah, watching the first episode of uh, Elena without this movie Mm -hmm. and watching it having seen this movie mm-hmm. like night and day mm-hmm. like i understand it i am not confused by everyone's emotions i i am not like pausing to figure out what's mm-hmm. going on and there's still like a couple new characters being introduced but it's not but not as many as we thought because right. the jackins as... are in the movie mm-hmm. and the spirit wolf is in the movie. Yeah, oh my god, remember when that spirit wolf popped out for the first time? I had a visceral reaction the second time to him because I'm like, "Oh, this is so after all the like really fast expo- really fast and really happy exposition, she meets these three Jackins and you're like, "Okay, this is like I'm meeting her like Pascal, right? Like her right. Timon and Pumbaa." And then this spirit dog shows up out of nowhere and he's <laughs> like, "You can see me." And she's like, "Should I not be able to see you?" I'm like, I I just had a very like sense memory reaction to like oh this is the moment this first episode this lost me back yeah. in November like yeah. this is like this was too many new things but having but having this time, seen I'm the like, movie oh I know that dog yeah. like that dog is fun I remember him <laughs> from earlier yeah um, yeah and and then that was about where we stopped the first mm-hmm. watch through yeah um, and like as we were watching it this time I'm like. Oh, I get why we stopped it, but yeah. also like this is not as much exposition this doesn't as doesn't feel like so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so the rest of the the rest of the episode ended up being pretty fun. What I like about both of these princesses, both of these shows, um, is that even in just the first episode and probably Tangled's movie more than Elena's, these princesses have some more meaty um, life issues to Mm. delve into. Not just this, like, these, like, PTSD issues, but, like, Elena's first episode is 
I am 16. I've been waiting for this forever. I am ready to rule this kingdom. Well, she's 57. She, yes, she's 50. Yeah. And that's, and that's like the argument is like, she's like, no, I, I've been waiting 41 41. years to (laughs) rule this kingdom. And her grandpa's like, yeah, you're still 16. Right. Um, yeah. So grandpa's like, well, let's like, let's, let's gather a team for you to rule with, like, and give you advice and you co-rule together. And she's like, nope, I'm ready. And this idea that by the end of the first episode, she's able to admit, oh, I'm not ready yet. Let me use these people mm-hmm. who do have experience as my guides and we'll work together is kind of is a pretty mature and I theme think, for a Disney princess. I think the I phrase that that is used is like, it's like, I'm not ready to rule, but I'm ready to learn mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just I loved that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if she said that or if another character said mm-hmm. that and she like agreed with it. But like, it's like, look, you you're not there yet. Are you ready to? To learn a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. so that you can get there. And she's like, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, great. I love that. I thought that was a very, like you said, a very mature uh, lesson to take from mm-hmm. it. Like, and, and, um, and this idea that like at the end of Elena's first movie especially, there's this giant triumph. She is released. She gets her kingdom back. And in a typical theatrical release, it would be like, well, that is the happy ending. Mm-hmm. And same with tangled right she finds her parents she's reunited she gets to live as a princess now and and eugene is there too happy ending yeah but both of these series then take you know it's kind of that uh you know uh second act of wicked right (laughs) happy is what happens when your dream comes true yeah isn't it isn't it (laughs) right (laughs) because it's not there's these complexities that come through like um the first scene of the Tangled movie, Tangled Before Ever After, is her and Flynn racing to this wall at the edge of the kingdom and her standing on the wall looking at all that, all the moored landscape that's out there, yeah. right? She wants to see the world. She, like, her radius of movement has been expanded, like, a bajillion times from a tower, right? Yeah. But there's more. There's still a wall, and I and still want to go beyond this wall. And it's a really interesting, like, real relationship thing of, mm-hmm. like, her being like, I want to go explore, and Flynn, Flynn being like, sorry, Eugene being like, yeah, I, I did that. Right. This is the best place. Yeah. I found the best place. I've never had like a family and yeah. stability and but to be also able to like, provide for myself. Also, like, this is a giant castle right. with all the food and, and anything we could ever need. This is the best place. And yeah. she's like, yeah, but I want to go see the other places. Right. So it's like it's an interesting conflict. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a very legitimate, very interesting conflict, mm-hmm. uh, and it makes sense for their characters. Yeah, and both of these, you know, we're talking about how these are both kind of a newer um, age of princess. Um, something that I complain about all the time is mm-hmm. that females of the Renaissance, for all that they're you know, white male directors uh, <laughs> brag about them being having agency and there's a new, you're like, they're feminists now. Like, a lot of them are better than Snow White. Yeah, but, but they don't really get to have flaws. No. They don't get to have, um, like, things in, like things within them that they need to work on. Um, so Elena and Rapunzel break this mold. They both have these, well, you know, with Elena, it's, I want to rule now. I want, I want to do all these things now. Mm-hmm. And with, um, Rapunzel, it's 
well, yeah, I see I this. Don't di- rule yeah, now. I don't want to rule now. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to do yeah. something more than just this happy ending. And I guess not so much flaws, but like wants that are in um, in conflict with the happy ending, mm-hmm. right? And I, I just think that's really cool. Yeah, really good for Disney for writing these complexities into yeah. characters that you could just have a regular princess show, right? And like have the princess solve things in their kingdom. I, f- I haven't seen any of the Little Mermaid show, but I feel like that was more of what the Little Mermaid show was. That'd be my guess. Um, El- Elena, I think, is is particularly interesting when you put it that way, because it's like, ha- ha- now Elena lives happily ever after, and in the first episode she's like, no, I'm, I'm living happily ever after, and everyone's like, well, no. And she's like, no, but I... Come on! Yeah, I won. Uh huh. I, I I like that aspect of it. It's mm-hmm. a it's, you know, like a little bit a little bit meta without being like too, yeah, too much. Um, I, I'd be remiss talking about Renaissance princesses. I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the songs they get to sing, uh, because each of them gets to sing a great song in yeah. their movies. Yeah. Um and. Both, I think Elena has like at least a song an episode in the yeah, series. Elena is a much more musical show yes. than yeah. Tangled. I thought Tangled also had a song an episode. I was a little disappointed at that. Same, but I think Mencken gets to write more than just the theme song. Yeah, and and that's that's later on in the show. I I also like understand that you can demand that what's his name Mick Disney Channel songwriter <laughs> guy. Yeah, you can be like you know crank out a song an episode. Alan Mencken one we've tried that with gallivant and it was uh, fine um people have different opinions on gallivant uh, i don't think it's 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 fine fine. um but also like he's alan menken if you get if you get one song out of him that's that's enough that'll hold you and it 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 is because it a great song gets a lot of mileage as an I want song and a reprise in the movie and then it is the theme song of the show and it's called wind in my hair which is great. It's just a really good yeah. idea for a song. It's got hair. It's got yeah. this like I want more adventure. And mm. it's it's interesting. We we talked about how um, Princess Tangle, uh, Rapunzel, <laughs> doesn't really have an I want song mm-hmm. in the movie Tangled. She gets When Will My Life Begin, which mm-hmm. counts um, because she states the I want of I want to go to the lanterns. Yeah. But Rapunzel is one of those cool movies where what she wants and what she needs are different because she doesn't, like, she is living in, like, a Truman Show type of, she doesn't know what her world is. She doesn't know what she could want. Um, She just knows she wants something. mm -hmm. But in in this, she's like, here's what I specific, I I want adventure in the great wide somewhere. Yeah, but she gets a full song to say that, not just a reprise of the Bonjour song. It's great. Mm. Uh, and then uh, Elena has a ton of music. I'm sorry. There's just a really big dust bunny or dragonfly out Ooh. the window. It's like the biggest air pollen tumbleweed I've ever seen. Wow. I'm sorry. That was really distracting. That's cool. It's like a, like a monster. Is this the Totoro episode? I don't know. <laughs> it kind of <coughs> looked like one of those. Sorry. Elena has more music than Tangled. Elena has more music. And like you said, uh, Mr. McDisney Channel song guy, uh, his name is John Kavanaugh. Um, and he really, like, he writes a lot of music for Disney Channel shows. Mm-hmm. He writes um, all the music for the Elena series and this movie. Three. 
I believe Descendants 3, which is the best Descendants. The best so descendants. go John Kavanaugh. Um, but yeah, um, the song, the movie has a couple different songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the idea of um, Shuriki has, uh, f- has forbidden music in this town. And so the, <coughs> the Jackins, these like flying jaguars, are kind of the voice of the people. And they get a cool song and that theme comes up a couple times. Of like, the, They have one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, where, like, was it Sophia and her parents are sitting down with Shariki, mm-hmm. and Shariki's like, uh, "Oh, Jaguins, they're so annoying," and Sophia's like, "Why are they annoying?" And the Jaguins come down, and go, "Because we sing," <laughs> and then they start singing. Um, like those songs are great. Uh, Elena has a great song. I assume it's called "My Time," um, but it is. You know, it's it's my time now to yeah, it is it's called my time, um, and it's right after she's freed and she's flying through Avalor on a Jackin for the first time mm-hmm. in forty one years, and so um, this is my time. Right, references those forty one years, and it references you know now I get to take back what's mm-hmm. mine. It turns into our time later when the village up uh, rises yeah. up to take over. It's a nice, it's a nice the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Really, really great, and it's got, um, you know, I, I assume with a last name, name like Kavanaugh, um, maybe not the most authentic writer of Latin music, but it does definitely borrow on um, features of Latin American yeah. music, which um, is nice and gives it a very, um, it gives you a very strong sense of like time and space of this series, of this universe. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate a lot. Um, I think one thing, you know, going back to the original movie Tangled, I think, like, guitar is the most, like, (laughs) um, thematic or, like, uh, the most, like, genre-specific way I can describe the music of Tangled. There's not one kind of unifying feature of the music, which I think is why it kind of gets discussed. I mean, I'll say that Frozen's music is better, but, like, I think one reason Tangle gets a little bit lost in the sauce uh, in the Disney pantheon is the music is like, is is fine. Like each song is great, but the, there's not a, you know, like Little Mermaid has like a Caribbean vibe beginning to end. It's like Caribbean and sea shanties. Yeah, I was going to say, And that's yeah. what you get. It's like and kind it's of between those two. very, uh, it tells you exactly where you are, whereas Tangle doesn't really do that as much. Right. Um, and I don't know that Wind in My Hair does that more. But like you said, I appreciate that Rapunzel gets a good Disney princess Alan Menken melody line, um, whereas the When My Life Begin is a little jumpier, a little less, a little less Menken sounding to the ear. And I'll say like um, the whoever does the voice for uh, Rapunzel uh, sounds a lot like Mandy Moore uh, who did it in the movie. Uh, In fact, most of these voices sound just like people who did them in the movie. (laughs) Screw you, Aladdin, the TV series. Like, seriously. The, <laughs> they get everyone. The cast of this show. And uh, I haven't I haven't looked through the full cast of Elena. I know I was, I've been impressed with the people that are in it. The, mm-hmm. the Jagweens are like two or three people that I really like. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a good. And Amy Carrero, who plays Elena, is not necessarily a name I've heard before. But like, her singing is magnificent. Oh, she's, she's so good. She's a great actor. Like, uh, yeah. Like, the vocal talents, they're not just 
um, doing a t- you know they're not just like doing a TV show per- for a paycheck, right? right? Like there's some great voice directing here, there's some great acting here, but yeah, Tangle gets. I mean, they get the original cast, they get Mandy Moore, they get Zachary Levi, who is fantastic. I love. He's so funny. He just does these, like these line reads that are both surprising, like they're um, what I want to say, like sub- subversive and also very inevitable for his character like there's no other way to read those lines as you do you know Flynn Rider but he just is so good with his voice but like it's this it's the B cast right it's like the cast of side characters is that is super impressive in terms of the name just the everyone from Broadway in the early 2000s yeah right like Like Laura Benanti plays the villain in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jeremy Jordan mm-hmm. plays that sidekick. You said James Monroe Egelhart shows up later. He's in like 34 episodes. Great. According to IMDb, so Great. I'm psyched for that. <laughs> awesome. Um, Gavin Creel shows up later. Jane Krakowski's in an episode. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's the entire cast of She Loves Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just like Alan Menken and Zachary Levi just calling all their friends. Yeah. Uh, Come, come uh, play with us. Paul F. Tompkins is in there. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor is he's in the, there. He's shorty. He's the yep. the drunk, uh, the, the drunk little guy, drunk little cupid guy. I'm so glad that they made him like maybe like outside of the like court cast. He might be like the most frequently used characters character yeah. in the episodes we've I, seen so far. I love him being in there. Love him. Uh, the guy from Will and Grace, whose name I forget, Sean Hayes. That's what I meant. One of the guards, yeah, yeah. And Eden Espinosa is yeah. Cassandra, who's a Broadway name. So. They're, Just a, a hell of a cast. Yeah. I wonder how, right? Cause like, what a talent. You go from like the Aladdin series, which has none of the, um, they got, I think Dan Castellaneta is Genie. Yeah. And so he's in the second movie, I guess, which is a <laughs> reprise of yeah. performance. But I would imagine that it has to do with just like, you can literally record your voice part in your own home now. So yeah. it's easier to get these big names because they can record more quickly. They don't have to travel. It's they, so they... much easier. And I think animation is, uh, I mean, definitely in the last 20 mm-hmm. years, even television animation is like risen in esteem. Yeah. It's like no longer like, oh, you're doing a voice on a cartoon. Right. It's it's risen to something. Well, and especially for these, right, even at the stage of Aladdin, I'm not sure an actor exactly knows what it means to be in a Disney movie now, right? right. Like from Mermaid on, it's a much bigger deal than mm-hmm. having been in an animated movie up to this point. Yeah. And so if you're playing a Disney princess, yeah, you're going to play that Disney princess and all the other things too. And like, the, hold on any, to that. Any rides that happen, mm-hmm. uh, any mm-hmm. bathrooms that happen, like whatever. Yeah. Any bathrooms that happen. Yeah, there you go. Their voices aren't in there. No, I'm just saying okay. Tangled needs more <laughs> Tangled needs more of a presence at yeah. Disney World Absolutely. than a great bathroom. Great bathroom. Well-themed bathroom mm-hmm. needs more than a bathroom. Especially now. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, good voice acting all around. Oh, so good. Just both of these shows look, again, like going from the... You know, the Disney TV series of our childhood, just everything looks better oh now. Yeah. Elena's this, uh, like, nice CGI. Like, it's TV CGI. There's a little bit, it's a little bit um, less detailed yeah. than, like, you would expect in a movie. Um, but, like, those flying scenes look really good. Yeah, like, they were the, really fun. The jackines look really fun. 
there's a lot of magic that looks really good. It doesn't look hokey or like yeah. it's um, like a different layer in. Yeah, it's like good effects. Yeah. Yeah. But Tangled especially, I'm just super impressed by how well those characters translate into this kind of representational yeah. animation style. We said before, kind of like paper paper mache almost, maybe more than paper dolls. Like. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's really smart because by changing the style from yeah. Like if they tried to do the same style, like like say an Aladdin did, right? Mm-hmm. Then you look at it and you're like, oh, this looks cheap. Oh yeah, side by side, the Aladdin looks real bad. But now, now like it's side by side, well, this is just a different style. Like yeah. Tangled is just a different style mm-hmm. than the Tangled theatrical movie. Yeah. So you can't really compare. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, there's that's and there's brilliant very, on their part. And there's very few things I miss. One main thing being, I don't think. Pascal is as well. No, I, this is serious. I don't think his like little nuances of facial expression yeah. are as well expressed in this form. And I miss his like just little reactions to things that are so yeah, funny. Yeah, he's in the a movie. little he's a little broader he's here a, than yeah. he is in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um so that's that's my only complaint. Sorry, but, friend. But in general, it's cool to watch. Like, and Pascal's still pretty good. Pascal is still pretty good. His his face when he sees the hair come back is he really amazing. likes the hair come back. He's so happy, so excited. Um, and I feel like they make him a little bit more like cat like. Yeah. For easier read, yeah. uh, readability, uh, which is fun. Yeah, the too. characters all change a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think that's good. It's mm-hmm. refreshing, mm-hmm. Um, and it allows it allows. Even though it's the same actors, it allows some different takes mm-hmm. on what the characters already do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Hey, Kate. Hey, Dick. Uh, do you think it's time to think it's time. start wrapping things up with the final cut? Uh, cut as long uh, as you don't try to cut Rapunzel's hair. Yeah, your scissors will break. They will break. Your swords will break, your too. Your axe will break. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready for it. Dick, would you like to shout out a scene? In Elena and the Secret of Avalor, the movie. Oh, boy. Um, man, I shouldn't have said that joke I loved. <laughs> That's why. Do, do you have one? Oh, I was going to think about it while well, you shared. Dang. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Elena. Oh, I do have one. Okay, go for I it. I do have one. You start. Um, so um, Elena is it shares when she comes back to life, she shares... Um, the story of her grandparents and her sister being trapped in the painting. And she shares, she's just like, I just want to see my sister again. The last time I saw her, she had like come in from doing her adventure. I think she's like an inventor type scientist, her little sister. Um, And she was so dirty. And I said, go change your clothes. And so she changed her clothes, but still her face was a mess and her feet were dirty. Mm. And I, I cleared up all but one smudge. And then she gets sucked into the painting. Like, the next thing that happens is they get separated. She gets separated into painting. So she's like, so I see that smudge on her face in the painting. And I just want to, um, you know, I just want to clean up that last smudge. And so when they, when the, there's like a drum scientist wizard. Yeah. Is he, he's, he's magic. He's not, because Varian says, I'm not magic, I'm science. Varian's a scientist, this dude's a wizard. This dude's a wizard. Or his grandpa's a wizard. Yeah, or like like trying. That's where the spirit dog comes from, so there might be also like some tribal wisdom. His grandpa is the wizard that was traveling the world. In the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he plays an incantation, and the grandparents and sister get released from the painting, 
And the first thing Elena does after she hugs her sister is she wipes away that Aww. smudge. And it's just a nice little like a little follow through yeah. from beginning to end and and I I assume probably even more fun since you've maybe seen that painting before in the series. Yeah. Um which may or may not have been intentional on the part of the creators, but yeah. <laughs> um I liked that. I like that attention to detail. Nice. Uh, I'm going to shout out. Uh, there's this, the the scene where um, Sophia goes and finds this wizard guy, and she goes down like this, this crazy stairway, and it like it weirdly reminded me of the beginning of uh, Secret of Nim. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But she's like, they they go down this crazy stairway into this like magic basement area. And the dude, like, one, I love that he plays drums to do magic. I think that's so cool and something you don't really see. And it's like, man, just, like, bringing something besides, like, oh, I used a wand. Mm-hmm. To, like, bringing mm-hmm. in other elements. I, I, I always love. Like, that's that's something I always love in, in magic in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Dungeons & Dragons, I loved playing bards for this reason. Anyway. Um, so that's very cool. Uh, but he is not very good at it, and there's at least a couple. There's at least a couple of really good laughs from like him messing up, or the spirit dog like kind of appearing and then running away. Or there's I yeah yeah. It's a fun scene. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on, but it's yeah. a fun scene. Cool. All right. Okay. What about? The Tangle movie. Tangled before ever after. Tangled before ever after. The movie. Um, <clears throat> we've I think we've called out in like a couple scenes in particular sure. that are really good, including the the wind in my hair at the end, which is nice. I, especially watching these movies in a pair, um, yeah. I appreciated. This was maybe not my favorite scene in the movie, but I want to shout out the exposition of this movie that is a short recap of the movie Tangled. <laughs> Flynn retells it, yeah. which is fun. Eugene. Eugene retells it, which is fun, but it is told through Rapunzel's artwork. So it's like scenes that now she has painted on her walls yeah. based on what happened in the movie. And so it like it's a nice tie-in of like her thing and his thing, which like meta is the whole point of the movie itself, it's not called Rapunzel, it's called Tangled because yep. they're together in this. Yeah. Um, and like, it was just, it was like perfectly paced where I didn't feel like, oh, but I forgot that part of it. What, you're not going to tell me? Okay, that's fine. And where, where but it wasn't too long. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the, um, the Olaf recap in Frozen 2. I was going to say, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like not as funny perfect. as that. No, it's not as funny. Uh, but it doesn't need to be. No, but it's, it's a really, it's a really solid recap. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm almost thinking like the Rapun- the Tangled art style is closer to Rapunzel's art style than it is to the art style of the original movie. Oh, yeah. And I wonder how much yeah. they like wanted to lean into that. Uh-huh. That's um, cool. Yeah. That's a neat observation. Thanks. My shout out mm-hmm. from the movie Tangled Before Ever After is something. <laughs> uh, here's the problem. I, I'm, I'm getting mixed up between the show and the movie. Yeah, that's why I chose something from the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Her, <laughs> her hair does come back in the movie. Yes, it does. So 
I'm gonna say it's it's that initial. Hmm. Uh, she gets back to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She she and Cassandra uh, sneak back into the castle after being outside the castle, mm-hmm. and Eugene is outside the door. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Let me in," oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we gotta hide this real quick." Scrambling. Yeah, they start scrambling, and it cuts away, and you're like, "Oh." When it cuts back, there's going to be a funny thing where Rapunzel is wearing a giant thing on her head to hide yeah. her hair. Because they're in, like lifting carpets and yeah. lifting beds to shove her hair in. It's like, oh, they'll succeed, but it'll be ridiculous. Uh-huh. And no, there's just <laughs> hair everywhere. He comes in and there's just, yeah. There's hair There's hair like uh, under carpets and like on <laughs> the ceiling and going through a tuba for some reason. <laughs> it's, it's a really funny misdirect. Yeah. It made me laugh very hard. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And then in that same beat, you see Pascal really excited. Yeah. So it's extra. Yes. <laughs> Cherry on top. Yeah. Cool. Let's see. So what do we do next? We do MVP. MVP. I've got I've got mine. I'm ready. Go. Zachary Levi. <laughs> so funny. It's I love so everything he's in. Yeah. I just I saw Shazam mm. in the last year and like it's my favorite superhero movie. I think in large part due to Zachary Levi's yeah. just presence and delivery he's so fun as eugene and he like makes this character very human very likable very flawed still in different ways you know like you said there's very um kind of mundane relationship things going on in here and but yeah his his comedic delivery is just oh i love it just funny nice um yeah so i'm glad they got him back i'm glad he agreed to be back and Nice. Edic? So, honorary MVP, mm. and I'm going to try and remember, Laura? Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honorary MVP, Lauren. Yeah. Uh, thanks for telling us to go back and watch these. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. We had, we had a lot of fun. Um, MVP of this episode, though, it's got to be Alan Menken. I, All right. When Did My Hair is Awesome. You're, you're gonna one song over several good songs in the yeah, other movie. It's, All right, it's a really good song, mm-hmm. and it it starts the you know it's the opening credits to mm-hmm. every episode, and yeah. I don't want to skip those because it's just. I'd have to go back and listen to it again. It has a really good hook, like it yeah. like it has a good theme song portion of it. Um, I'm having a harder time remembering the other parts of the song. I don't care about the it other parts. It doesn't matter. There we go. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> up where they walk, up where they run. Yeah, you, you don't know, need to know the rest uh, of the song. I don't know any of the words to the Sinbad song from Tokyo <laughs> Disney, but that's one of my favorite Mencken songs. Yeah. That man is about the hook. Uh, if we're worried about lyrics, uh, Mencken's the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Ash, Ashvin's the guy. Yeah. So I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, Kate. Yeah. If you were to cross over uh-huh. uh, some creators or some characters from uh, these two episode show movies, mm-hmm. what would you do? Oh, I have not thought about this. Yeah. Um, so, um, here's the thing. It might already happen. I don't know. Uh, no spoilers, please. But Because um, it does seem like Sophia meets a lot of princesses. Yes, she does. She definitely like in thumbnails meets yeah. Ariel and so. It might, so it might be that like Elena could meet other princesses or right or whatever. But um, and uh, 
Lauren and Becca mentioned this in their podcast on Secret of Avalor that um, the way that Shuriki, like when her wand breaks, like she goes instantly very gray and old, mm. like really quickly. Ooh! I want I want her and Gothel to either be the same person or like for her to have discovered a. Um, like a, an outgrowth of this flower, like the other place yeah. the flower is, right? And so for that to be maybe the apparition that appears to Rapunzel, like is Shuriki, right? Like that would be some neat crossover lore. Maybe maybe that wand was made of like that that Ooh. same like black rock or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And only Elena has the power to break it. Whoa. I don't know. So maybe Elena could break Rapunzel's hair. Oh my god. <laughs> this is great. I feel like I'm. I feel oh, like I really I'm in, like this. I feel like I'm back in comic books, right? <laughs> well, we'll see. Both series will be over. Uh, yeah, both, not too yeah, long. Yeah, Rapunzel's already over, yeah. so we'll see. We'll see. No spoilers if we're yeah. right, guys. If we're exactly right in this uh, cockamamie theory. Mm-hmm. Dick, do you have a crossover? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great. Uh, I want Flynn and Pascal to go be friends with the Jet Queens. Do you mean Flynn or do you mean Max? I mean Flynn. Great. I mean Eugene the Great. Man. Great. And Pascal the Lizard. Great. Uh, Flynn can like ride the Jack Queens, awesome, uh, and say funny things to them. Uh-huh. And Pascal can make a funny face, uh-huh. and the Jack Queens can also say funny things and uh-huh. sing songs. Great, that'd be a fun show. I guess movie show. Should I don't know. I, what I the, would watch it. I don't know what the plot is. Uh, that's but, fine. Uh, they're friends. Good. Oh. Good. I mean, I want Pascal to meet everyone. That's I just fair. Need, everyone needs to meet Pascal. That's fair. All right, Dick. Yeah, he's a good frog. Think it, what? I think it's time for the final. Final? Cut. Cut? Of the show. Oh, my God. All right. What's that? Well, it's a segment where, and this is going to be interesting. This is going to be real interesting. Um, so normally we do theatrically released animated movies. Right. Uh, these are not those. Right. They are more full length than not. But anyway. Uh, we decide whether we would like to re-release mm-hmm. these movies uh, one at a time, uh, whether we would like to create a special edition of them, either a different version of the movie or um, a different treatment of the story in a different medium, or whether we want to throw them in the vault uh, with Song of the South and the uh, old version of Splash Mountain. <laughs> Within a couple of years. They're doing both. They're fully vaulting Song mm. of the South. Good job, Disney. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, I, I love Splash Mountain. Yeah. I don't care. I've never cared about the theming yeah. or really understood it. No. Ha- happy to have the but, same ride with theming that I like. But liked. like even like zippity doodah is a problem. Yeah. Uh, based on a minstrel song. So uh, yeah, let's bring in Pr- uh, Princess and the Frog is not a perfect movie by nope. any standards, but please bring it in. Uh, and I'm also, so excited. Please have Facilia. Lift hill. Bum, 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 Are you ready? Oh, I'm already excited to ride it. Yeah. Anyway, um, getting back to the topic at hand, yeah. Dick, uh, Alana and the Secret of Avalor, do you re-release? Mm-hmm. Do you, and I guess this implies that the series is kept intact, right? Because we're like just talking about the movie. as here. it is. Right? right, so the series stays. Sure, you can't do anything with the series. Yeah, this movie. Do you yeah. re-release as it is? Mm-hmm. Do you put out a special edition, or do you vault it and I guess then present the series as vault it is. just never to be seen again? Right. Okay, so I 
I, d- I don't remember. Secret of Avalor. I don't remember if we did this on the Disney Plus episodes, but if we did, I almost certainly vaulted Elena. Uh, Elena. I think we didn't vault her. We just asked for help. But uh, I definitely would have vaulted it before this. Sure. I would do a special edition, mm-hmm. and I think the special edition is obvious. I would make it into a movie, put it on Disney Plus. And also make uh, make it say the first three episodes of the show. It's insane yeah. that we as adults had trouble figuring out how to watch this show. Yeah. If you're a kid and you just want to like, I mean, I guess maybe that kids don't care as much. Maybe but, you don't care as much. But it's it's so nuts that it was so hard for us to figure out. Oh, oh, if we want to watch, if we want to know how Elena of Avalor starts, we have to watch three episodes of a show that is not Elena of Avalor. Mm -hmm. That was insane. Mm -hmm. So that's my special edition. Are are there other changes that that Mm -hmm. I would make to this? Probably, but Mm -hmm. that's that's the number one. Yeah. Yeah, I think baseline would just be like time machine air this before (laughs) the series right like it doesn't make any sense that this wasn't aired before the series i wonder how many people were turned off of yeah what seems to be a pretty good series yeah because the first episode was very doesn't make any sense or at least the first 10 minutes yeah um yeah i think you know i guess without a real understanding of like how I guess how many people are watching Elena because of Sophia the first. My first inclination would be take Sophia out of it. Yeah. Have it be someone who's already in the series, right? Like um, be that amulet person and just kind of make the movie all within the Avalor universe, I think would be a stronger start to it because I think there's a lot to be explored with this like people's revolution idea that is not really no you kind of see it in the song where the jackines sing about we are the voice of the people and then at the you know the do you hear the people sing at the end but like latin american countries have no like strong history of people's revolutions do Uh, they certainly not or um (laughs) or outside uh influences coming in and taking over their government yeah i mean Uh, certainly not let me let me ask you is sophia the first the the cia in this metaphor (laughs) it's because she is a the u.s intervention she's a white ass character the regime overthrow coming in and overthrowing a regime it does seem to be that she's throw she's overthrowing a white ass regime because uh. it is Jane Fonda and all the other. <laughs> well, right, like no, she's fair. kind of her like aesthetically. It's not clear whether Shariki is like right. white or, but like all the other actors are Latinx. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's maybe coded that Shariki is is white. So. It could be. Uh, you know. I like my interpretation better. Yeah, I like, it's a little. I like it's a little uh, dicey. Sophia the First being the CIA overthrowing yeah. a. But um, well, what if she is? She was called. She was, you know, summoned by Elena. So well, they found WMDs. They just, so, um, where are we? 
We're, you're we, saying whether you're gonna re-release special edition? Yeah, or I think I re- I think I special edition with an Avalor, um, Avalor exclusive yeah. universe. Nice retelling, and someone else can figure out the details. Deal. Hmm. All right, Tangled Before Ever After. Do you re-release special edition or vault it? Um, I, I make no changes to the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I make a change to the show. That wasn't this assignment, well, but continue. I don't continue. care. You've done a lot of stupid things during this. <laughs> so um, I make a change to the show, and that change is uh, I put a little thing in the description of the first episode saying, hey, by the way, have you seen Tangled Before Ever After? Because you need to see that first. At least they're all on Disney Plus when you type in the world word Tangled. God. Yeah. But like legit, I I like that movie. I yeah. really like this show. Yeah. Like we're talking about it. Uh, we watched a couple episodes this morning. I, I'm going to want to watch another episode mm-hmm. as we eat dinner because I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. That's all. Um, I, I, th- I think same. Just yeah. make it more readily available and more explicitly like this is the beginning of the series. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of pro- if anything, I would just make it longer. Like yeah. I want, I, I I want more of this. Like I want more, but I, I don't know. But like, there's just enough intrigue that maybe the hour is the perfect. Because I'm like, well, I kind of want Mother Gothel to be in the movie, but then it's right. like that goes too far, and I I like it just ending with, I'm trapped, but I'm gonna figure it out. Trapped. Trapped. Yeah. It's like she's trapped. Trapped. And so I feel like there always ends up being like a third shadow, uh, like IP on any one of our episodes, and clearly it's Aladdin. This Aladdin, episode. this one, yeah. yeah. Oh, the good work, Aladdin. Hey, Kate. Yeah. Hey, Dick. It's a good episode. This is a great episode. Yeah. Uh, and thank you again to Lauren um, and Becca, by way of Lauren, uh, mm-hmm. for giving us more insights into of Elena. The Spirit of Avalor. Spirit podcast? of Avalor um, is their podcast, and. Um, they found us on Twitter, and we found them on Twitter. Again, we'll, we'll tweet out that information. We'll and do a bunch of tweeting. Facebook out that information. And, Whoa. Um, if you would like to learn more about their podcast or our podcast or make a suggestion um, on something that we should watch, either a single movie or a pairing of movies, um, Dick, where can you find us? I'm not sure. Uh, no, I'm kidding. You can again. find us at <laughs> Cellmates Podcast on Twitter, Cellmates Podcast on Facebook, Cellmates Podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find us at cellmatespodcast.com yeah. if you want to for some reason. We're, we're um, working on a lot of cool episodes coming up um, that are largely based on interactions with people on social media really and what do we got yeah well i can't tell you oh. i'm not gonna give it away uh, secrets um also i don't know what order it is in so we'll figure that, that out later but um we're <laughs> really grateful for people who are listening and sharing their ideas yeah. because it's really just fun to be in community with other animation nerds yeah thanks for that yeah and and honestly uh i think we've said this before that we'd be we'd be doing this either way so yeah. <laughs> we like we we'd watch these and then sit down and have a discussion about them either way. So thanks for letting us uh talk into a microphone. We're glad we you're it. joining us for that. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. For Cellmates Podcast, I'm Kate Phillips. I am Dick Ward. Adios. Oh, and Richard oh. Kind is in uh Tangled. Tangled the series. A lot of people are in Tangled the series. Okay, well I forgot to mention Richard Kind. Bye.
Do we need to go to the bedroom? Like let's make this, let's make this episode, episode quick. All right.